0: Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries.
1: God knows your needs. He knows your needs, but even before you know what that need is, and He's already lined up someone or something to help you. Praise the Lord. Speak
0: the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net, that's speakthewordministry.net. And now here's Pastor Joe, continuing her message titled, Angels Are Rejoicing.
1: Speak the word. It says in Luke 14, if you go to Luke, Luke 14 verse 16, I'm reading this from the message translation. Jesus said, there was once a man who threw a great dinner party and invited many. When it was time for dinner, he said he sent out his servant to the invited guests saying, come on in, the food's on the table. And it says they all began to beg off one after another, making excuses. It says, the first one said, I brought a piece of property and I need to look it over. He said, please send my regrets. Another one said, hey, well, I bought five teams of oxen and I really need to go home and check on them. He said, please send my regrets. And yet another one said, "Oh, I just got married this weekend. I need to go be with my wife. Would you please send my regrets." The servant went back and he told his master what had happened, and he says his master was raged, was outraged, and he told the servant, he said, "Quickly, get out into the city streets and the alleys and collect all and I count to lies, all who look like they need a square meal." All the misfits and the homeless and the wretched that you can lay your hands on, and he says, And bring them in. The servant reported back and he said, Master, I did what you commanded me, he says, But we still have plenty of room. And the master said, Then go to the country roads, wherever you find, drag them in. I want my house full. In other words, if you bring one next Sunday and you still got room, next Sunday bring two. That's right, come on, keep bringing them in bringing them in. Actually, that's, that's the congregation's responsibility. That's not the pastor's responsibility. That is the congregation's responsibility Amen. to bring, bring in the sheep, to bring them in. And he said, let me tell you that not one of those originally invited, he's talking about the ones that he had originally invited is going to get so much as a bite at my dinner party. That's coming from the new translation. Saints, we all want... And we all need things from the Lord, but the Lord wants some things from us too. Do you agree with that? You know, we go into the Lord with our list, and we very seldom give him a chance to answer back. We just read off our list to him. But he would much rather that you just come into his presence and say, I'm here, Lord, and I'm waiting. And get your pencil and piece of paper and say, I'm waiting, Lord, because he knows what your needs are. He says, I know what your needs are, Evan, before you ask me. But I'm just waiting. I can't tell you unless you're listening. Hallelujah. In Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first his kingdom, and all these things will be given to you. And what better way to do kingdom work than to help gather in the lost sheep? Mm -hmm. What better way? You know, when uh, we became... Born again Christians, God transferred us. According to Galatians 1.13, He transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. And that's what He's wanting for all those others. He said those that are sitting in darkness. He told me last year, those, Joe, that have been sitting in darkness shall sit in darkness no longer. The, the, the blinders are going to be taken off their eyes. They're going to see the truth. Amen. They're sitting in darkness no more. Don't you want that for your loved one? Don't you want that for your family members or your children, for the blinders to come off so that they can see the truth? And don't you want to see the truth about what God's got in store for you? It works both ways, not only for your family members or your friends or your neighbors, but it works for you. I believe that we're on the verge of a huge revival, and I believe the Lord is going to supply us with everything that we need to bring this about, that he's going to make it happen. He's going to give us everything we need in order to make it happen. As a matter of fact, I believe in what the Lord has placed into my spirit, that he is setting up things now and he's gathering his soldiers. Yep. We are his soldiers. Yep. And he's gathering us and placing us, if you, if you will, uh, allow me to use this analogy. It's kind of like a puzzle. You, every one is a piece. And he's putting each one of us in a position and setting us up and making, getting us ready for that transition. And I do believe that if you'll take God at his word, as a matter of fact, I know it will. I don't believe it, but I know it will based on the word of God that if you'll take him at his word, that all these things will come to pass in your life, whether it's in your business, whether it's your ministry, your family, or whatever it is. If you'll take him, he'll make it happen. Amen. I know he'll make it happen. I believe the place that you have been in up to now is too small. I believe the places that all of you have been in up to this point is too small, including myself. Yes, amen. Most of us are familiar with uh, Jabez in First Chronicles 4. If you have a Bible, you can go with me to First Chronicles chapter 4. It says, I'm going to read this from the New King James Bible. It says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez because his name meant pain. But she said, Because he bore, she bore him in pain, she called him Jabaz. And Jabez called on the Lord of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, he said, and enlarge my territory, and your hand would be upon me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause any pain to anyone. I used to pray that all the time, and I still do pray it. So the word said that God granted Jabez his request I don't know if you've ever given much thought to this, but I want you to think about this. But the whole chapter in 1 Chronicles 4 is primarily about genealogies. Who begat who? Until you get to verse 9 and 10. And then when you get to verse 9 and 10, we get to where Jabez called upon the Lord to increase his borders and boundaries in every direction. And out of nowhere... Think about that. Just out of nowhere, it seems that Jabez throws in his request to God. Just out of nowhere, he throws in his request to God. And it says that God heard him, and he granted him his request. Hallelujah. I believe today, I truly believe today, as I stand up here today, that he can single you out. He can single you out to bless you. You know, because he wants... To expand your territories and increase you in every area of your lives, just like he did with Jabez. You know, I know that's what he did for me, saints. That's what he did for me. I was a widow living in a small town in the middle of nowhere. Some of you this morning might be feeling like I'm in the middle of nowhere. God probably, you, you, you sometimes you might think, well, God don't even know that I'm here. I'm in the middle of nowhere. That nowhere could be in your health, it could be in your finances, it could be with your family, but I'm in the middle of nowhere. But I believe that God can single you out. He singled me out in the middle of nowhere. And he singles me out to bless. I remember back in 2006, as I sat on my sofa in North Carolina, spending time with the Lord. And that's a key word, spending time with the Lord. Not just sitting there watching TV. Not just sitting there doing this up, but spending time with the Lord. You've got to spend time with the Lord in order to hear from him. That's right. He began to speak into my spirit and bring him back to my remembrance the scriptures about Jabez. The Lord began to speak into my spirit one morning and he began to bring into my spirit about the scriptures of Jabez. He will always confirm his word with his word. Yes. So if somebody tells you something that doesn't line up with the word of God, you just let that go. If you can't find it in the God's in the book, you just let it go. And he did. I wrote it down because he impressed upon me a few years earlier to write down the things he said to me. As a matter of fact, i got several books, but one in particular I call my little blue books a notebook. Write it down. When God speaks to you, write it down. Date it. And you speak it. He'll give you things. If he just gives you one word, you write it down in data. He'll give you other scriptures to go with it. And you keep keep letting that word come out of your mouth until you see that thing manifested. Saints, I took what the Lord said and I turned it into a prayer. And that's what I'm just telling you. And this is what I wrote. Father, I thank you that before you return, I have faith that I will speak the word to thousands, even at one time, and many more as the days prolong and you tarry. I thank you, Lord, that you yourself are continually increasing my borders in every direction. And I thank you that your hand is upon me and my ministry. I thank you that the work I do is the anointed work that you have prepared in advance for me to do. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians, that he has predestined you and preordained you in the way that you should go. And that he has prepared in advance the work for you to do, the same as he did for me. You don't have to be a preacher. Or a teacher. But he's also ordained you and predestined you in the way that you should go. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that that the work I do is the anointed work that you have prepared in advance for me to do. You have anointed me to minister your word to all and especially to the lost. You have planned my work beforehand that I should do, according to Ephesians 2.10. And then as I prayed and confessed this, he gave me more scriptures, and he's going to do the same for you saints. Then I added, I added this scripture, uh, Isaiah 22.22. I said, I thank you, Lord, that you've opened up doors for me and that no one can shut them, and you've also closed doors that no man can shut, um, uh, open. There, you know, you want them to open doors, but sometimes you need some doors closed. Okay. So I said, thank you, Lord, that you have given me the keys to the kingdom. I thank you, Jesus. When I was doing saints, I was calling those things that be not as though they were, according to Romans 4, 17. In other words, I was speaking out of my mouth what God gave me. I prayed this prayer, saints, for five years consistently. Or you might say, confess this word. But as Pastor Lizette was saying earlier, everything is in my book. It, it started back, I started my ministry 20 some years ago with the prison ministry and worked in and out to 11 years. And Lord gave me this ministry in the last six years. And, and so he keeps building you. He keeps increasing you, even in the natural. When I sat on that sofa in North Carolina in the natural, a weather living on what? Most people would call a fixed income, but you never look at yourself that way. Even with your salary this morning, you may not be making what you think you'd like to make, but don't look at that. Look at your source. Amen. I never thought of myself as Amen. a fixed income. Amen. I always knew God was my source, so it didn't matter as I was volunteering as a chaplain. It didn't matter I was volunteering. God was my source, That's right. not, not, not my job, not the government. Amen. And it's the same for you this morning. So, 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 don't, so don't do that. But he has brought me up. You know, and, and, and David just called me the other day, and we were on somewhere between 60 and 70 radio stations. And, and in, in 2005, he told me I was gonna be on the radio station, and I said, Lord, how is that gonna happen? In the natural, here I am. Get a light, get a vision. I'm sitting on a sofa in my living room in a small town that nobody knows exists. Wow. Just working the work that God <laughs> gave me to work, going to the jail faithfully, washing off me a place, to put my bottle of water and lay my bible because when I'd go into the forty man cell, the tables where they just had their breakfast would be all dirty or surpy. And I'd always carry me a paper towel and a bottle of water to wash me off a place to lay my Bible. But I did this faithfully for eleven years. Until the Lord uh, and until I went over to be the chaplain and I still continue to do that. And so it do, it doesn't matter. And then he gave me the then we do the face to face conferences for five years every other month. And then he gave me a live program on the radio that we do uh, twice a month now. So I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you're sitting at today. It doesn't matter what your salary is. It doesn't matter if you're the manager or the owner. or, or what, It has nothing to do with any of that. It just has to do with your faith in God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You put your trust in the one that owns it all, and when and the inmates would say, Pastor Barnhart, I was a widow, I was a Barnhart at the time. I, God has blessed me with a wonderful man. We've been married eight years uh, to run this race with me, and I'm so blessed because I consider him my gift from God. Amen. And all good gifts come from heaven, right? <laughs> all good gifts come from heaven. Hallelujah. He 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 knew. I knew. I never thought I'd remarry, but the Lord knew I needed somebody to help me. There's people that God is going to bring along beside of you that that will help you fulfill your destiny. You cannot fill your destiny on your own. You're going to need those and ask God to surround you with the people and to bring and attract those people to you. Call those things in that be not. Bring those people in, Lord, that can help me fulfill my destiny. God who wants you to ask him, he says you have not because you've asked not. So you need to ask him. And and he says, there will come a time that when I'll answer you even before you ask me. And there's times that he's answered me before I ever even asked. He knew what I wanted, needed before I ever asked him. Hallelujah, I thank you Jesus. So, hallelujah, thank you God. God gets all the glory. I take no credit. I I am the first one to tell you that I'm not qualified to do what I do. I was telling this in church not long ago, I was doing communion, I said, most people wouldn't realize this, but I'm actually a shy person. And they say, well, how can you be shy and do what you do? You do it anyway. It's not you doing it. Whatever, were you pumping gas or being a sacrifice? Whatever you're doing, God is doing it. The Holy Spirit is helping you. And I tell you, I I, I am so so thankful because you're singing and I'm praying and I'm telling God to God, I just thank you that the spirit that you gave me was not a spirit to be timid. It was a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. And you might be sitting there wondering this morning, well, Pastor Joe, why are you telling us all of this? Well, I'm telling you this because the Lord has impressed upon me that some of you have been asking him for increase. And he can and he will enlarge your borders, the same as he did for Jabez and the same as he did for me. And today, just as the Lord put it into my spirit, like I said, I am ministering to thousands every day, probably millions every day across the country. And David, as I was saying the other day, called me and said, we went on to two more stations. So God is increasing. God give us some stations. Yes, yes. I don't know how many. David, he's the, he's the treasure. He would know. <laughs> but we had to hire a company a few years ago to help with the ministry. It was growing so big. Amen. But you know, just working at my little guest house, spending time with God. That's my studio. Praying, putting together messages, writing prayers, whatever he wants me to do. Praying for the sick, ministering to this one, doing that. Somebody calls me, they needed help. If the Lord puts it in my heart, it doesn't matter, whatever you want. Because what I have belongs to Him. Without Him, I will have nothing. Amen. He, he, he has provided me. I'm His steward. I'm a steward over what He's blessed me with. I also want you to know... That as I was sitting in my living room, that in the natural, like I said before, it seemed like such an impossibility. But saints, we all know that we serve a God where all things are possible, right? He said in Luke 15, Jesus said in Luke 18, what is impossible with man is possible with God. And like I said, they send out flyers from Colorado all over the country. And they'll send out demos of my 15-minute program, a 30-minute program, because we do Monday through Fridays or do weekend programs. And they, they... Honor God impresses upon them, Hey, you need to put this lady on. Amen. That's not me. God knows. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: God always knows. He's got your back. Yeah. You don't have to keep up with everything. God's got your back. Hallelujah. Now that reminds you, the way you gonna get your increase is according to Matthew six thirty three, and that's when you seek Him first, first the kingdom of God. And when you start putting him first in your life. In closing, I'd like to share this little story with you. Basically, we've been talking about fishermen of men. Basically, this is what we've been talking about. Well, my husband, David, over here, he loves to fish. And so do my kids and my grandkids. We've been blessed to live right on the water. And actually, you can fish from my deck. And, so, and then we have a walkway, the bulkhead that's right below the deck. And my children and my grandchildren, they love to come and they like to fish and and they fish. And sometimes, you know, they'll throw in um, their net so they can catch more fish. Kind of like Jesus told Peter, you know, he said, cast your net in for a deeper haul. And so sometimes the grandkids, they'll throw it, our garage is filled with all this stuff. So they'll grab the net and they'll go in there for a bigger haul. (laughs) I personally, I'm not a fisherman. I don't know anything about fishing, but I was puzzled. I was puzzled one day because I was watching them as they would catch the fish, they were throwing them back in the water. And that puzzled me, you know. And so I asked my husband, David, I said, why are they throwing the fish back in the water? And he laughed. He said, they aren't large enough to keep. He said, they have to be a certain length to keep. He says, it's illegal to keep the smaller ones. But, but that my, apparently my uncle didn't recognize that, you know. Because my uncle down in North Carolina, he's gone home to be with the Lord now. But when he went fishing, he kept them all. (laughs) He said the smaller ones tasted sweeter. (laughs) So he didn't know that. But think about that for a minute, saints. For the Lord says all who calls upon him shall be saved. And remember any time. You know, God never throws anybody back. You know, he doesn't, you know, uh, if we would uh, relate this, you know, uh, David was relating it to the length of the fish. And apparently every fish, I believe, has a different length, don't they? Well, I didn't know that either. So the flounder's got one length. The striper's got a length. Everything's got a length. And sometimes we as Christians put this on people, (laughs) you know, maybe they don't have what we think they need. And we even look at people and and determine whether they're Christians or not, but you're really about some of the things they do not recognizing what, what their heart is like. And God said, he doesn't look at any of this outer stuff. He's always looking at the heart and that Jesus had never thrown any fish back. Mm. No matter the sin, no matter, no matter what, what you've done, Never throw you back. And not only that, we do things out there. We accept them. He still doesn't throw you back. He just helps you to be a better one. I want you to remember in closing that anytime you feel like you have a need, cry out to Jesus and ask him to leave the 99 and come get you because he will leave the 99 because he says that one didn't he just say earlier in scripture, that one, he would leave the 99 and come and get the one. And that one was more important than the 99. Isn't that what he said? Hallelujah. So my final words is, say, let's start fishing. Yes. By going out into the byways, into the hedges, and compel them to come in, that the Lord's house may be filled. God wants his house filled. That's what Jesus said in the scripture. When, 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 the, when the servant went out and brought him in, he said, Lord, we still got room. He said, We're well, going back out and find some more. And that's why my challenge to you today is to go out to the byways and the highways, wherever you need to go, and bring in at least one more of the two people next week and make a habit of this. Fill up God's house. You want to be pleasing to the Lord. You don't have to do a lot to please the Lord, but nothing would please him more than to have his house full. All of his houses filled up. Nothing would please him more. Speak the word to
0: your body This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled The Weapons of a Warrior, a Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare. Do you want to win your spiritual battles against Satan's attacks? In this book, The Weapons of a Warrior, she teaches that when you're in a faith battle, you are there to invade, not retreat. Are you prepared to stand with God at all costs? Pastor Joe shares how God equips you with strength. Wisdom and discernment through His Spirit to stay strong, not only in spiritual warfare, but in daily living. Today, we'd like to send you Pastor Joe's book, The Weapons of a Warrior, A Soldier's Handbook for Spiritual Warfare, with your love gift to Speak the Word Ministries of any amount. We're suggesting a gift of $20 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe.
1: Father God, I thank you so much. You are such an awesome, awesome, awesome God. I thank you, Father, that all good gifts come from you. And Father, I thank you for the word that you placed in my spirit. And Father, I just thank you for all those that put on their spiritual ears, Lord. I thank you for those that open up their hearts to receive this word today, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that they are not going to take this word lightly. I thank you, God, that they love you. They love you with all their hearts. We all love you and we worship you. And you are the great I am. And there's nothing that you can't do. Whatever we need, you are the great I am. You are the I am that will take care of that. So I pray today. I know, Lord, that we're all important to you. There's nothing in here, no one in here that's least or less in your sight. That you see us all as equals. And one cry to you is just as important as the next cry. So, Father, I just pray today that you'll bless all those that we're here today and I pray that you'll find a church that teaches the word and get in that church and let the Lord bless you. And Father, again, we just thank you and give you all the praise and all the glory for it's not by our strength nor by our might, but it's by your power, says the Lord of hosts. In Jesus' name, thank you.
0: From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word